0: from Seasons Past Baseball. We are an organization of six baseball leagues using Diamond Mine Baseball as our simulation engine. You can find us online at seasonspastbaseball.com or on Twitter at, at SPBDMB. Could going to be a laid-back episode today. We're going to go over our usual league-by-league league recaps, and we'll uh, talk a little bit today about the history of the SPB website. So with that in mind, let's start her up. Alright, we'll start off with our typical league-by-league rundown. We'll start with the SPB 1 season. In 1984 is the upcoming season. We started in 1954. Completed 30 seasons so far. The dispersion draft is done, and we will be doing the Rule 5 draft in mid-March. I'm going to wait till the SPB 60 draft is done. That is on March 6th. So shortly after that, I don't want to step on Mike's toes. Then I'll go ahead and start up the call for protected rosters for the SPB 1 Rule 5. And keep in mind, we are using a full DH this year. Um, When we cut down rosters, plan on keeping 27, everybody else gets thrown in the pool. And then uh, you'll be drafting three players one round at a time. You'll get your roster up to 30. And then uh, a six-round draft for the rookie draft will put your roster at 36, Uh, Plus or minus any trades or free agent pickups you may make along the way. So that's uh, pretty much it right now for SPB1. uh, That league is pretty much in a holding pattern at the time being. SPB2, week 13 results file has been in. I did publish the results on the website. Uh, The week 14 play file uh, should be going out here. Within the next uh, twelve to twenty-four hours, and I'll be doing the same thing with SPB four. Um, some exciting news out of SPB two. We did have a perfect game over the past week, and that's the nice thing about week-to-week play is you can highlight uh, certain games, and they become a little bit more meaningful as there's only five games in a reporting period, or up to seven, as opposed to you know playing twelve or eighteen games. So let's uh, go into the box scores for the Mickey Lowlich. Perfect game thrown by the Totems. That puts him at 7-6 and six on the season. Uh, he did actually throw a Maddox to boot. He threw 98 pitches, 71 for strikes. He only went to three balls on one batter. Um, and the Totems ended up uh, winning at the top of the ninth. They were actually scoreless through the eighth. Uh, Bill Singer... Uh, matching zeros with him until the ninth inning. And Dick Allen hit his 14th home run of the year at the top of the ninth, putting the totems up for good, and Lolich saving his own game. He doesn't get credit for the save, but uh, he gets the perfect game, retiring 27 straight batters. And now that I look at it, it is not a perfect game. I was reported earlier that it was a perfect game, but it appears that it is not. This just in. Dun, 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 dun. Russell, the shortstop. You know what caused my eye on that is that if you faced 27 batters, everybody would have three at-bats. Well, Fuentes had four. So um, Russell did commit an error, uh, and that was in the fifth inning with one out. So unfortunately, errors do cost pitchers perfect games. So that is officially now downgraded from a perfect game to a no-hitter. And I'll make the announcement on the website, make the change on there. But hey, you listen to the podcast, you heard it here first. How about that? Um, Also, for usage, uh, some players are starting to go over the uh, 110% limit. Uh, A reminder that it is 110% for SPB 2, and 105 is the standard. But since 72 had some uh, teams not play the full complement of games, Commissioner Mike C. upped the percentage to 110 to make sure everybody has a full complement of games available to to those players. And on the website, if you click on Usage 1972, you'll see the left column is batters and the right column is pitchers. You'll see that uh, we have... Uh, two batters within a 2% of 110. We have two hitters or two pitchers right now that are over uh, 110 and two actually that at 109. So um, Mike has asked if you notice that when you play your games after the games, if your pitcher or hitter is over 110, go ahead and farm them. I know me, for my leagues, I usually go ahead and put them on the the injured list and they'll show up on red on the profile or on the... um, on your, manager, on your manager page, your roster page, but um, he asked, uh, just as a courtesy, go ahead and inform uh, and, and your player before sending it out. Uh, that'll give him an indication that uh, somebody may be over, but uh, I update this every week, and it's a one-stop shop to look to see exactly who went over. Uh, we've got it by percentage, and there's also a usage by team, so you can scroll down and see your, your entire team and so, see how close some of your players are on that. So... Uh, That's it for SPB 2. SPB 3, the season starts March 1st. Um, We did have some uh, scheduling snafus over the last couple days. Uh, Since we are going to weekly play, the monthly schedule template does not fit the weekly play scenario. So, um, a new schedule was built, and... We were using the template for the 1961 schedule, since it also has 14 teams in SPB 60, but SPB 60 plays 162 games, and SPB 3 plays 154. Uh, Luckily, it was a very easy fix. took me about 15, 20 minutes to uh, make the changes, test it out, and clean everything up in the database and send it out. So the schedule is good to go. You will find that you do have weeks in the beginning of the season where you alternate home and row with the same team. That'll change for next year, um, and I'm going to make that change for um, SPB 60 so that you have a little bit more variety on that. But in the end, everything will will work out. Uh, SPB4, I will be sending out the Week 7 play ball file here as soon as I finish up with this podcast. Um, actually I shouldn't have done it beforehand, but I completely slipped my mind, but I will do it here as soon as the broadcast is finished. And with that in mind, um, we still have, uh, some pretty good races going on. Of course, still early in the year, uh, National League East has four teams of a game. Uh, Wong Don still hitting 12 homers, leading the league, Tom Glavin with eight wins and nothing else drastic to report on spb4 spb60 draft is march 6th three weeks from tomorrow time flies when you're having fun uh i know personally i'm ready i've got a bunch of draft picks coming up for here and uh looking at the draft order amazingly so only one first round pick has been traded and that was the number nine pick Two picks in round two, four picks in round three, one in round four, four in round five, and one in round six. So not a whole lot of draft picks traded Um, for this one here. One, two. I got. uh, See, personally, I got one. I traded my first round pick. I got one, two, three, four picks in round three. I take that back. I got the fourth overall pick in one run. Round one, I picked. My uh, trade them my round two pick that was the one that was missing. So, uh, and then I got th- four picks in round three and one, two picks in round four. So, anybody looking for a lot of players that you need, uh, I'm willing to trade up drafts to pack in some round uh, three and four picks to move up if you're interested in, in acquiring some more players. So, um, I can make that plug because. I do the podcast. If you want to put one in, send me an email. And if it's timely enough, I'll go ahead and include it in the broadcast. And that's pretty much it for SPB 60. Uh, We will be doing weekly play on that. The season starts on May the 1st. SPBX, we are still waiting on the World Series to be played. And we hear that things move at a little bit slower pace in 1934 than they do in 2021, so hopefully it won't be too much longer until we see some smoke signals or a uh, maybe a telegraph message telling us who won the 1934 World Series between uh, Joe DiCarlo's Mutuals and Mike C's Las Vegas Knights. And that concludes our League by League wrap-up. Ah! okay we'll talk a little bit today about the website history uh in between takes here i actually had to respond to a trade offer so doing some spb multitasking here as we do the uh as we do today's podcast we're going to talk a little bit today about the history of the spb website um when we started that was kind of before the internet age and we were sending out uh Managing profiles on floppy disks and sending out uh, paper copies of standings and newsletters and, and, and the such. And actually, you can access all of those past newsletters. Uh, let me find out where it's at here. If you go to the SPB1 page, and on the left side, you'll see a, below Draft Central, there's an area called Seasonal Archives, and there's one link for PDF newsletters that will show you every single PDF newsletter that was sent out before the um, birth of the SPB website so uh, some of them are quite lengthy as a matter of fact Lou Ross did a great job back in the mid-90s doing write-ups for pretty much every single series that was played Um, so if you need some uh, you need some reading of the upcoming weekend with the snowstorm, for those of us that live in the Midwest and the Northeast, you can uh, scroll through some of those uh, PDF newsletter files. But uh, back in, let's see here, the last newsletter was put out August 97. And the Internet was, you know, was starting to get going. And I felt like I was, it's, the website was something that I wanted to do. So I actually took an overnight um, red-eye, whatever you want to call it, burned the midnight oil, and actually taught myself the basics of HTML and came up with a very rudimentary web page. I'm not quite sure. I thought somewhere I had pictures of what the website used to look like back in the day. But if you go to a website called the Wayback Machine is Google the Wayback Machine, put in Seasons Past Baseball, and you'll see little tick marks for when they have screen captured different parts of the website. So you click on it, you can see what the website used to look like. Um, if you do Seasons Past Baseball slash SPB1, if you kind of you know expand upon that, then you might be able to see what some of the older um, individual league website pages used to look like. So there is a vehicle that that does... Uh, archive the what the website used to look like so it is pretty 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 comical actually and if you go to the actually I think I may have put it in one of the newsletters the 25th anniversary program for um, that I put together for the Cooperstown draft back in 2017 I think may have had let me let me scroll down since I got it open here um See, yes, actually, there is a page in here that had the SPB website through the years, so you can actually um, see what that looks like right now. So, uh, and then if I come across another website that I like, as far as the format's concerned, I'll look at their code, and if it's something I like, like the ones that we have right now, um, I'll go ahead and borrow their code and uh, make it our own here. So, uh, I'm not the most um, what's the word should I put? I'm not the most astute or learned person with HTML. There's a lot of people that know a lot more than I do. And there's a lot of other websites that are a lot better than mine. Um, if I knew how to do some sort of database stuff, and uh, this the SPB site could be taken to another level. So... Um, there are websites out there that are very, very well run that, uh, that make very good use of uh, websites, or not websites, but databases for uh, calling up all of their data and displaying it in a very, very cool format. But what we got right now, it works for us. Um, for me, it does what you need to do, and it's a means for us to archive, and it's a means for us to look back at stuff if you're at work and you don't have your files with you, and A lot of times you can find what you need just by going on the website. Now, we started out with GlassCity.net. That was a company out of Toledo, Ohio, when I was here in Dayton back in the late 90s. And that was the first company that hosted the website. And it moved to a site called Parcom back in the, well, I want to say early 2000s. And then from there um i'd say about seven or eight years ago maybe actually a little longer than that we moved to GoDaddy, so that's who hosts our um, our website files and the dues that you pay that i put a cash call out for goes for the 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 hosting um domain name and uh, the chat room actually has a a fee per year Um, the chat work the chat room runs really good uh, there's no ads involved with it, so that's a, that's also a big plus. So, um, just recently I put some little baseball card graphics on the back. That's actually something that I created for the individual archive pages one of these days. I'm going to get to the past season's archives for um, all the different leagues. Um, <clears throat> I still got a lot of catching up to do in SPV 179 is the last year that I have... Uh, um, available for that. So uh, so that's pretty much it as far as the website is concerned. I put in, I'd say, two to three hours a week um, doing you know, behind-the-scenes changes to it, uh, updating leagues. I do update the weekly leagues, and it's a little bit um, easier than doing it for the monthly. Uh, there are some things that are going to be going away here shortly. The power rankings are going to go away. The monthly recaps are going to go away. Um, The draft results stuff on the side is going to go away, and I'm going to make more use of the real estate for uh, probably the inset frames with the with the um, with the stats, with the you know the inset frames with the scroll down for the stats for the standings, batting average, and stuff like that. So I think I'm going to go ahead and um, I'll get that all pretty up here within the next uh, upcoming months but you'll see some minor changes at the website here now that we've gone to uh, weekly play because there's some stuff that we use and some stuff that uh, that we don't use anymore so uh if you know html or you want to contribute to uh, any of the articles i know we have a couple people uh john ungeshick and steve Bruner, who are uh frequent contributors as far as writing uh pre and post season prognostications feel free to uh, contact me. I am more than willing to uh, to share the wealth here so uh, you can get a hold of me anytime you want and uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about that. So uh, but I don't see any any other, other than that. I don't see any other big changes at the website uh, uh, coming up within the next uh, year or so. I'm just doing the make sure everything is up to date. Uh, the way that it is right now so and with that in mind i'll close out this segment and we'll uh go for our ending and that will close out this episode number five season two of the SPB podcast Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening in and for sending me emails. I know sometimes I don't mention all your names on the, uh, on the podcast, but I do read the emails and I do appreciate the, uh, the well wishes and knowing that somebody other than myself is, uh, is listening. Uh, I might take a week break on this because we are expecting some pretty heavy weather, uh, coming in here, two big storms, uh, one Monday, Tuesday, and another one Thursday, Friday. So, um, we'll see what happens, um. But spring training starts next week. For those who follow the current league, I know some don't, but uh, for those who do, um, I'm looking forward to hopefully a full season of baseball this year, and good Lord willing, hopefully we'll be able to attend a game or two this year. So keep your fingers crossed, stay warm, and we will see you next time. What do you think? She's done. She's throwing grapefruits up there.